starting, we're Dafman Gimel, we're starting Membeis, um, Bays, about eight lines up. Amar Rav. It was a good stopping point yesterday. Hilchasa Karangamliel Badir Basar, right? So just to, uh, I guess, rehash, there was Machlikis in the Mishnah. What happens if the Gaim deposit a person in a deer or a sayar? So if the Gaim deposit even a bias, you're going to be okay. Everybody, it seems like everybody would hold that it's okay because there were mechitzas there, it's considered one area, and therefore, from some purposes, as long as you didn't violate anything to get there, we'll give you the whole bias. The question is, what about a deer v'sayar that's like a bika? So if the guy deposited in you a bika, doesn't have mechitzas as a valley, so then, of course, you would only get, to, you would only get your dalanamas. The question is, uh, deer v'sayar, like we brought at the end yesterday, are we geyser deer v'sayar atu bika? So we're going to leave, we're going to they hold that um, if the guy deposit you in a deer v'sayar, then you get the whole hiluch of the deer v'sayar. You're not limited to your daladam, to daladamas. And Rabbi uh, Shua, Rabbi Akiva, they argue. So now, Amr Rav, Hilchasak, Rav Gamliel, Bedir v'sayar, Visvina, and a boat. Okay, now if you remember, the Mishnah brought a case of a boat as well, right? Now, Bishmuel Amar, Shmuel said, so there's Machlikas, Rav, and Shmuel, whether uh, the halacha is like Rabbi, Lazar, or, 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 <coughs> Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar and Azariah, or like Rabbi Shur and Rabbi Kiva in regards to the Yer but according to Babot, when it comes to a Svina, Basvina, everyone's going to agree that the halacha is that we're going to consider it one makam for Tchum purposes. So now, Basvina, my time, what's the reason by Svina? Why everyone's going to agree that it's considered one area for Tchum if a person lands in a, in a Svina. Amaraba, if a person ends up in a Svina. Amaraba, hail vishabas babir mechitzis mi Since a person goes in a boat, we're going to consider that a makam daladamas because a person, uh, the boat has mechitzis and a person is shabas in the mechitzis and therefore, just like a house, if a person is shabas in a house, so the fact. First, in a Shabbos in the house, you get the entire hiluch of the house. So to a boat, even though the boat's going to travel along the water, you're inside the mechitzas of the boat. Rabbi Zeira Amar, Hoyel v'svina naitlasai mitchilas arba u'manchasai v'saif arba. That the reason why a svina, you get the whole area of the svina, is not because it has mechitzas and is considered one makam, but the complete opposite concept, which is, we're only going to limit you to Dalat Amas when you're kind of Dalat Amas. But since in a Svina, you're never kind of Dalat Amas. Okay, so Rashi has basically three Pshatim. The middle Pshat, he doesn't like. But the first two Pshatim, if we combine them, the first Pshat is that since he was never Shavas in the Dalat Amas, the third Pshat, he says, is that when you're in a boat, when it's going, let's say you take a step, it already moved Dalat Amas. So you can never be kind of shvitsa in a daladamas, but either way you understand that, it's the complete opposite. According to Rabbah, the reason why everyone's going to hold the Kerbe Gamliel, that if, you, you know, you, let's say you, you're, you started Shabbos in a boat, so every, right? So Rabbah holds, well, you're in Mechitzas, and therefore it's considered one area, and that's why it's considered a Tchum. You go on a cruise ship before Shabbos, you can walk the whole cruise ship. Rabzeris says that no, it's the complete opposite. It's because you're never stopped. Since you're never stopped, therefore you were never kind of your Dalit Amas. If you're never kind of your Dalit Amas, so we can't limit you to Dalit Amas. You're constantly creating another Correct. You're constantly creating another You never shove us with Dalit Amas. So what's the din? The din is if you go outside your Tchum, you're limited to your Dalit Amas. Well, that's only if you could have a Dalit Amas. But if you can never have a Dalit Amas, then we can't limit you to Dalit Amas that you can't have. Wouldn't that be like a Dalit Amas that you can't have? 
Correct. You'll see that in a second. Very good. Okay. My benayu, two two nafkaminas. Let's say the walls fell down. So according to Rabbah, what's giving you your ability to continue going here is the walls of the boat. Well, if the walls of the boat aren't there, so then it would be awesome. According to Rabzeira, it's nothing to do with the walls of the boat. It's the fact that you never shove us in the so you'd be fine. Or you jump from boat to boat. Okay, so again, according to Rabbah, you wouldn't be able to because it's a different boat. However, according to Rabzeira, it has to do with moving. Even if you're moving here, I don't care which ship you're in, you will be fine. So now the Gemara wants to understand Rabzeira, my time, Alama Karaba. Why doesn't Rabzeira, why did Rabzeira go ahead and jump and say, right, that, that, that it's a din and moving? Why didn't he say it's a Vir Dalan Mechitzas? Amar Lach, fascinating concept. He says, Mechitzas of a boat, Lavriach Mayim Asuyas. They are meant to keep the water out, they are not meant to enclose an area as a Rishas Hayachit. Right? And therefore, since the walls of the boat, okay, for Tchum, uh, since the walls of the boat, Rashi says, right? Since the walls of the boat were not meant to enclose an area, therefore, we're not going to consider it like Arba Amis, and you can't, you can't rely on the walls of the boat to give you one makam for Tchum purposes. Veraba, now continue with the Mordi asks, Veraba, my time, why doesn't Rabba hold like Rabzera? He says, no, but ma'alechas kuliyamalei pligi. He says, of course, Rabzera, you're right. You're right. That as long as the boat's moving, you can't be kind of shvisa, you can't be kind of shvisa, you don't have your dalad amas, you don't have your dalad amas, we're going to have to consider it one makam. Ki pligi bisha amda, that the machlekes over here, when it came to the boat, the whole machlekes between Rabbi Gamliel and Bishur Rabbi Akiva was when the boat is stopped. And therefore, the, this whole Mahalachas thing, that's what Rabbah holds, and therefore, and therefore this whole Mahalachas Svar doesn't make any sense because we're talking about a boat that stopped. Now, Amar Nachman, Bar Yitzchak. Nachman Yitzchak says, Masisa Nami Deka, Mahalachas Our Mishnah, in fact, sounds like Rabbah, okay? And that the, our Mishnah lists the Machlekes by boat. And it, it can't be talking about, it doesn't, wouldn't make sense if it's talking about a boat that's in motion. Mimai, why? Midiktani, because what, what, how did our Mishnah list the, the boat case? That they were coming on the boat, and the ship carried out into the water. They went the whole thing because they held it was, uh, you know, real tchumen. And Rabbi Shuba Rikiba, Now, if it would have just stopped there, so we would have said it's a real machlaikis. Right? And even b'mahalechas, it would be machlekes. Except, what does it say? Sharatzu lahachmer al-atman. They wanted to be machmer. So now, if you want to say like, like Rabba, that he didn't hold like Rabzeira, the reason why it's considered one area in Shittas from Gamliel is because there was no machlekes when it came to a boat in motion. The, boat, the boat's in motion, everyone's going to agree. And then it makes a lot of sense, hainu dekotanu ratzu. So then it makes a lot of sense, according to Rabbi Akiva, that it was a chumrah they kept. Dilma Amda, right? What was their concern? That maybe the boat will stop. And then, again, Rabbi Gamliel would hold a stop boat. It has a din of one whole thing, like Rabbi says, because you have the mechitzas of the boat. And Rabbi Akiva and, and, Rabbi, and Rabbi Yeshua hold that, no, a stop boat is, is, is going to be a problem. You're not going to be kind of your dollar on so, but if you want to say that even with a boat in motion, 
that there's a machlekes between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yeshua. According to them, it would be an Esser. So what is this? This is a Chumrah. Okay, so that's Raya number one, that the only time Rabbi Gamliel, from our mission, the only time Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva were arguing is by a boat that stopped. That's when they would say, if the boat stopped, so then do we consider the entire boat as Dawad Amas, yes or no? However, when the boat's in motion, everyone's going to agree, and that's because of Mikayach that, that's why Rabbah did not want to say like Rabzeir, that the reason why a boat in Rabbi Gamliel is considered one area is because the boat is in motion. That wouldn't make any sense. Amar Rav Ashi, another Raya, Deka, Tekatani, Sfina, Dumya, Dedir, Vesayar. Another Raya that the boat, that this Machlekes, right? We had a Machlekes, Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Lezim and Isaiah versus Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva. Another, another Raya that this Machlekes is only when the boat is stopped because the Mishnah compared the case of Sfina to a Dir Vesayar. Ma Dir Vesayar, Dikvi'i. They are also, right? It's not in motion. It's Kaveya. It's, it's, it's set in an area. Af Sfina, Nami, Dikvi'a. Amar Le Rav Acha. Okay, so those are the two Raya's that the whole is about Svina in our Mishnah is only a Svina that stopped. Okay? Amar Le Rav Acha, Berei De Rav, Le Rav Ashi, Hilchasak Ragamliel, Besvina. The Halachasak Ragamliel, Besvina. So the Gemara says, really? Hilchasak Ragamliel, Besvina. Is there an argument? Right? You're saying that, was there even an argument whether or not the Halachas like him? In the Gemara says, yeah, Vahatanya, Chananya, Oimer, Kol Oisa, Yom Yashvu, Vidanu, they, just, they went back and forth to see who the halacha should be with Dvar Halacha. Achi Abba. Okay, the brother of my father, who is Rabbi Yeshua. Halacha Rabbi Gamliel. That Rabbi Yeshua was machriya, that halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel. Bisvina. Halacha Rabbi Akiva. Bidir Vesayar. So we see, yeah, it was, it, this was something that was discussed. And even though we said Bishem Ram and Shmuel that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, we see clearly that this was subject to a machlekes. And therefore, um, and therefore, uh, and, and that's why we said halacha, because it's miklal depliki. Okay, now we're going to move on to tchumen above 10. Fascinating, Shiloh. Bayer of Hananya. Yesh tchumen l'mal me'asara, or ain't tchumen l'mal me'asara? Do we say that there's tchum above 10? So, amur gavayasara barachav arba, so let's say you have a flat area that's 10 high, and it's 4 wide, of course, that is going to be subject to tchum, because it is solid ground. What is this shiloh? Either it's not a separate rishos, or let's say a person, okay, was flying. Now how? Rashi says, how would a person be flying? So you said the shame of Mephorosh, and therefore, a person is, fl- is flying. So there's many different ways exactly to how to understand this, right? Why are we asking only when it comes to flying and not like in a wagon? And, or the Gemara says, in a boat, right? So again, it has to do with normal hiluch. What we're saying is, Tchum would be subject to hiluch. And if you're doing hiluch in a way that's not normal and you're above 10, would we consider that, um, would we consider that subject to Tchum? Are you restricted by Tchum or not? Is there tchum above ten? So, Amar Rav Hoshia Tashema. We learn the following right. Ma'isa Shabbat Umi Pal and Dasrin. Me Pal Dasrin, Darsin. Okay, they came from Pal Dalsin. 
They flee us on the story, right? What do we say? We see they came in a ship, and Mistama ship would be above ten. Now Right? So if you say that there's Tchumen, so they were inside the Tchum, okay, and then it would be okay. Eli Yamrit ain't Tchumen, am I Ratsu? What does it mean, Ratsu? Okay, there, there shouldn't be, if there's no Tchumen at all, right? So, sorry. Iyamrit Bishlam Yesh Tchumen, that there's a din in Tchumen, so then Misham Hachi Ratsu, so there was a reason to be Machmer on themselves, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva, to be Machmer, and. And, uh, and not go outside of the Daladamas because maybe they'll violate Tchumen. Eliyamrit ain't Tchumen. So if they're on a boat and there's no Tchumen, the boat's above 10, and there's no Tchum, no din of Tchum above 10 anyways, so then am I Ratsu? Who cares? Why, why did they have to be Machmar on themselves? Worst case scenario, they wouldn't violate Tchum anyways. There's no Tchum above 10. So the Gemara answers, They were going in a swamp, okay? And therefore, it was not, in fact, 10. It was less than 10. So too, you'd have to explain the case in the Mishnah, okay? If you want to say that there is, uh, if you want to say there's no tchum l'mal miyud, you have to say that the case of the boat is that they're going in an area that's not yud. Why doesn't the tchum start? Why doesn't your, your yud start from the boat before? Why does it have to be from where the boat's on? So again, it has to do with what's considered hiloch, okay? If you look at Rashi, so at the end there, he says, Okay, so it's going to depend on what you consider a normal hiloch. Apparently, a boat, the Gemara assumed, was not, well, was not considered a normal hiloch for tchum purposes. Okay? So didn't we say in Gamil before that he was counting the tchum? Like whether they were inside That's a different case. That's the third case. Yeah, I mean, yes, it could also be in regards to a boat, but again, you can answer the same thing. Right? That it was in the Rakat. Well, the Gemara is going to ask that next. That's the next Kasha. Right? So then I understand why they had, exactly like you said, why they had to go through this whole thing. But, ain't who cares? They weren't in the tchum. Who cares if they were in the tchum or not? Doesn't matter if there's no tchum above ten. So the Gemara says, my ha, uh, right? So my hava, amarava malachas So again, the Gemara answers again that those cases of boats, they were going in the swamp. Swamp is not ten, and if it's below ten, that's why it was a question of tchum. But maybe the Gemara is discussing a shaila, right? Maybe uh, where if if, if if above ten. If it was above 10, there would be no din of tchum. So, Tashima, now we're going to get fascinating. Now we're going to get a fascinating Shiloh, uh, fascinating right over here. Uh, and the next one really is. Hani Shev Shmaitza. There were seven Gemaras. The Isamron Bitsipoiri Bishabsa. That were said in Sipoiri on Shabbos. Kamei de Rab Chista. For Chista Besura. Bahadi Fanya Bishabsa and repeated later on Shabbos afternoon. Kamei the Rabbah of Umbadisa. Surah and Pumbadisa were very far away, right? Much past the Tchum. Now, Man Amrinu, Lav Eliyahu, didn't Eliyahu say this, these Shev Shmaitzas, these seven Gemaras, right? These seven Memras, he said. And therefore, okay, 
Lav, right? So, so Lav Eliyahu Amrinu. Alma ain't chomen l'mal me'asara. How could Eliyahu have gone from Sur to Pompadisa? Eliyahu would have had to, would, would have, had to have uh, flown, right? Right. So, it's fascinating, Chazanish. Because we're just going to ask this question. We're going to discuss this now for a little while. Uh, the question is like this, right? How did Eliyahu get from place to place he flies? Right? Flies. So now, what are we asking over here? So it wasn't Eliyahu. So, Alma ain't chomen l'mal me'asara. Right, because he flew. So we see there's no tchum, and that's how he was able to go. So the answer is like this. Eliyahu can appear, the Chazanish says that Eliyahu, because what would be the Pasha question? Right, how could Eliyahu come to any Shabbos bris? Right, if, if there's tchum, how could he come? So the answer is, and this is going to go into what, into what you're pointing out, the Chazanish says that Eliyahu appears in two forms. He appears in a physical form. He gets dressed up, comes with the stuff. And then he can teach Taira. And then he's subject to the din of Trum because he's coming in a physical form. When he comes to a bris, it's not in a physical form. He's coming as, as, a, as a spirit, whatever that means. And therefore, he's not Torah's leib he. So when Elio came to teach Torah, so he came in a physical form, so then he's subject to the, the halachas of the Torah, he had to conform to Trum. But when he comes as a nefesh, then he doesn't have to. So... Over here, he came to teach Torah. He had to come in a physical form because Torah is levish Since he had to come in a physical form, he would now be subject to Tchum. I, if, if Elio was the one that went to Surah and Pompadisa on one day and taught it on one Shabbos, so it must be, okay, there must not be Tchum above ten because otherwise, how could Elio have done it? So the Gemara answers, Loi, it wasn't Elio, it was Dilma Yosef Shida Amrinu. It was Yosef the Shade, okay? And because he was a Shade, he doesn't keep Shabbos. And therefore, it was not Elio. Why did he learn from Yosef Good question. I didn't, I didn't look into it. I just kind of went, I shrugged my shoulders when I saw it. Right, Zagrashi? Right? The Lai Minter Shabsa. Yosef has a name. Right, exactly. And he's Yosef. Tashima. Sounds like a question for our pastor neck. Right? Okay. Tashima. Harani Nazir. So let's say a person says, I'm going to be a Nazar, on a day when Mashiach comes. I can drink wine on Shabbos and Yantif. Okay, why? Because ostensibly Mashiach can't come on Shabbos. Usher to drink wine during the week. Now, so if you want to tell me that there's Tchum in the Malamiyod, so then I understand. That's why it's motor because Elio can't come. If Elio can't come on Shabbos, that's why I can drink wine. Because Mashiach can't come, because Elio can't come, because he's subject to Tchomen Lamal Miyot. ain't Why should it be motor? Why can't Elio come? If there's no Tchomen Lamal Miyot, so then Elio, uh, right, he should be able to come. And if he should be able to come, Mashiach will come. And if Mashiach will come, then I can't drink, then I shouldn't be able to drink wine. Right, because it said, I, I made a promise, a person who says, how many of you day Mashiach comes every single day, including Shabbos, would be a suffolk whether Mashiach could come or not. So I can't drink wine at 11 o'clock in the morning because maybe Mashiach will show up at 4 in the afternoon. Right, that's in general, right? If you say, I, I'm not going to drink wine on any, on any day Mashiach comes, every single day is a suffolk, maybe Mashiach will come. So, but here, the Bryce is saying, you could, you could drink on Shabbos. 
So, right? So, So then am I motor? Why is it going to be motor to drink wine? Okay? Why is it going to be motor to drink wine? It should also. Mashiach could come. If Eliyahu can come, Tchum is not an issue. So the Mar says, no, it has nothing to do with Tchumen. Shani Hasam, when it comes to Mashiach, the Pasuk says, that Kaddish Baruch is going to send Ilyo. Lifnei, what does the Pasuk say? Lifnei ba yoyim Hashem. Okay, that, before Ilyo comes, there will be, um, uh, <coughs> well, sorry, before, the day before Mashiach comes, Ilyo will come to let us know. Okay, and therefore, since Eliel didn't come on Friday, it's a different reason to do with Tchumen. Since Eliel didn't come on Friday, so therefore, good. I must have got a lot of sleep last night. Right? So, on any Tuesday, right? On any day, I should, drink, I should be able to drink wine every day. Because if, if Eliel didn't come yesterday, so then I should drink today. I know that he's not coming today, and I only said that I'm not going to drink wine when the day Mashiach comes. Ella... So the Gemara says, no, we still have a problem. We'll say that Lamaisa, he came, Ilio did come. He went to Bezdan Agadol. And I just don't know about it yet. And therefore, you always have to be chayshish that today Mashiach will come. And really, Ilio did come yesterday. So why could you drink on the Shabbos? Maybe Ilio came on Friday to Bezdan Agadol. So the Gemara says, no. Okay, that he doesn't, we got enough to do on Arab Shabbos and Arab Yantif. The last thing we need is Elio showing up, okay, to, uh, right, to, uh, not, right, to make us have more preparations. Now we've got to prepare for Shabbos, Yantif, and Mashiach. Right? That's a lot. So, so the Gemara says, Right, so just like, right, if, 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 if Eliel is not going to show up on a Friday because we're already busy, so for sure Mashiach's not going to show up on a Friday because we're already busy. Gemara says, no. Eliyahu, and therefore you should be able to drink on, uh, on you should be able to drink on Friday because if, if Eliel is not going to come, Mashiach's not going to come. The Gemara says, no. Eliyahu lo yasi. You're right, Eliyahu doesn't come. However, Mashiach, Asi, Mashiach could possibly come. Why? To Kivan, because Eliyahu is going to cause us all to have to prepare for Mashiach. But once Mashiach comes, Kivan the Asi, Mashiach, Hakola, Badim, Henley, Yisrael, all the guy will be on Badim. We have plenty of people to do our work, okay? And then we don't have to worry about it. It's only when Eliyahu comes that it's going to be a problem for us. Okay, Frakti Gemara, Bechad, Bishab, Salishtri. So if, if, right? No, again, now we're going back into the Tchum over here. So, we should say that on Sunday it should be okay. Why? Because Elio can't come on Shabbos. Right? Because if you say there's Tchum and Lamal Miyod, that means Elio can't come on Shabbos. Elio has to come the day before. So on Sundays I should be able to drink wine. If, right? So, let's see, let's say that there's no din of Tchum and Lamal Miyod. Because if there is a din of Tchum and Lamal Miyod, then, if there's a din of Tchum, then Elio can't come. Shabbos. So where it says, it's a suffix, but you can't prove either way. And therefore, the Tana of Nazar is going to go L'chumra. Right? When it comes to Naziros, we're going to go L'chumra. And we're going to say, you can't drink wine because there's a chance, right? I'm, I'm a safka whether there's Tchumen or not. But either way, it doesn't answer our Shaila from Nazar, right? Just because something is going to be Asar on any other day, 
doesn't make it a raya, it could be that it's a chamra, like we're saying. Now, the Gemara just is one final, final question. The koi emas de kanada. So when did he make his nether, right? This is in Aziris. So it's for an extended period of time. So if you want to say you made your, your Naziris Yayin Bechol, Kivan Techal Aleha Naziris. So once the Naziris is Chal, on a Monday, Hechi Asya Shabsa Umafgale, right? You're already in Nazir. So Elamai, you have to say, Oh, the Kai Bishabsa, that he's making this nether Naziris on Shabbos. Vikan Nadar. And we're saying that specific day, only that day, you don't have to start your Naziris that day, that day it's going to be Mozer. Okay, again, because Mashiach can't come today, so the nether is not going to be Chal today, and therefore you don't have to start to tomorrow, and we're really just talking about one day. So, if I'm saying that, then everything we said before doesn't... No, because you made the nether on that job. So the question is, is could, it, could Mashiach come that day? Yes or no? If Mashiach comes that day, then I, my, my, my nether desires has to be chal today. I can't drink wine today. Yeah, but that means I'm assuming Ilyo didn't come yesterday. You're assuming Ilyo didn't come, okay. Right. But we said before that we're chayshish, right? We said there was a suffix, maybe he went to Nezim as well. Once we're saying now that today was the day he made his Nezir on Shabbos. On Shabbos, yeah. Yeah. So that one day he can, because Vade... Just that Shabbos, yeah. Again, what's the difference between Shabbos and Chol? Well, on any Chol, if, if, if he made his nether that day and it was a Chol, it could be that Elio came yesterday and you just didn't know about it. He went to Bezin Agogo. So it's specific Shabbos because he, he doesn't come on Arab Shabbos. Okay. So, that was a little fun break over there. Okay, anyway, so we had the third story, right? The third case, in the third part of the Mishnah was that they went to the port, right? They got, they got to the port, and they asked, they came to Ashram Gamliel, um, right? They got into the port when it was dark already, and they said, can we go down? Can we go into the city, right? Or are we stuck here? And he said, I saw. So the question is, how did Rabbi Gamliel see? How did he know? Tana, Shifai Feres, Gamliel. I could not find out the name of that thing. He had a tube. You know, like, do you ever, like, see, like, an old, uh, you know, like, like, a Fort McHenry was sitting out, you know, with that, what is that, single, what do you call that? Kind of looks like a telescope, but it's not really a telescope. You know, they use it to, like, it wasn't binocular, it was like a single binocular. Yeah, the pirate things, what do you call those? The pirate, pirate single-eyed binocular. Okay. So, or a tube, Shifai Ferris. So Tana, I, I googled it. I could, not, I could not, I couldn't find it. A single-eyed binocular. Couldn't figure it out. Okay. Or a tube. Tana, Shifai Ferris, Heisler So again, he's sitting on the ship. He pulls out his uh, thing, right? Telescoping uh, tube. And he was able to tell. He had a Shifai Ferris. He had this tube. Right, it had a marker in there. It is distance measuring tube that he knew exactly where 2000 Amis was. And he knew, so this thing was the distance measuring, you know, uh, on, on the dry land, and it knew it on sea as well. Okay, so now we're going to discuss distance, some interesting distance measuring tools. Okay, ancient distance measuring tools and other. 
A person wants to know how deep a valley is. Maybe Shifai Peres, right? Bring your bring a tube, bring a, uh, a singular a singular singular eye pirate thingy, right? And measure umabitba. Okay, so you take or really any tube, right? So you take a tube and you see how far can I see? Oh, I can see to that tree. So I walk to that tree and I say, okay, the tree that's a uh, thousand feet, right? I can see I can see to the tree end of the tube is the trees. I walk to the trees and I could see by walking it's a thousand feet. But now I don't want to go down into the valley. I just want to know how deep it is. So what do I do? The, right? What you do is, and Rashi explains, okay, that what you do is, so now I went ahead and I looked at the end of my tube and I'm able to see, okay, I can see out to the trees and I walk with my feet and I know it's a thousand feet. So I go to the edge of the valley, assuming that the walls of the valley were not too steep. I would just hold it, right, the, the edge of the tube, to the end of the valley, and then I would start walking back steps, and I'll count my steps back. And let's say after 500 steps, the floor of the valley disappears, so I know my valley is 500 feet. I know that my, uh, my depth is 500 feet, because as soon as I walk back 501 feet, I can no longer see the bottom. And since I knew on when I measured, when I was on uh, you know, straight footing, I measured 1,000, so I know that this thing sees 1,000. So now, when I'm walking back and it disappears, the amount of steps that I walk back from the edge of the valley is exactly, right, if I add that to, uh, to my number, I subtract it, if I subtract that from my number, that's how deep. Does that make sense? So each step is a thousand? No, let's just say, whatever it is, you take a two. I look, I go from here to that tree. All right, so let's say from here to the tree, okay, I, I can see my end, at the end of my tube, let's say I can see at the end of my tube, I can see the tree. So now I walk to the tree and I see however many steps the tree is. Okay? Now, I go to the valley and I take my, my tube and I look down and I can see the floor and I start taking steps back. Right? And eventually, after enough steps, the floor disappears. Is the tree the farthest you can see? Let's, or you pick the farthest thing you could see. That's what we're saying. Pick whatever, whatever the farthest thing you could see is. Okay? And then you subtract that from how many steps you took back and that's how you know how deep it is. So this is going to be a ratio. Right now, let's say you want to know how tall a certain tree is. Now the problem is, right, so uh, what you do here is you measure your height, right, a person, I know I'm, uh, I'll call it six feet, okay. Now, right now I measure the shade, right, I don't want to go climb up, I'm too afraid to go climb up just like I, I don't want to climb down to figure out how deep the valley is, I don't want to climb up to the top of the tree. It's a little scary for me. So what do I do? I say, okay, well, I, I measure, I know I'm six feet, and then I see, right, I see my uh, shadow, right, based on how the sun hits me, I sit, sit in the sun, and then my shadow goes nine feet, let's say, whatever it is, right, depends on the time of the day. Sometimes it'll be three feet, sometimes it'll be nine feet, right, or, or, depends, depends on the angle of the sun. And then I measure, Right, so Madid Kamasai, I know my own height, Vitsiloi, I measure at that time what the, my shade is, Vitsel Kaimasai, and then I measure the shade of the, right, what is the shadow of the tree, the Yadakama Goyvashal Dekal, and then I'll know exactly how tall that Dekal tree is. It's a ratio, so basically I use my own if I, let's say I am six feet. And based on the angle of the sun, let's say my shadow is nine feet. So I know, okay, that it's, it's at a third. 
So if I go ahead and I measure 90 feet, if, if the, if the sh- shadow of the decal tree is 90 feet, so I know the decal must be 60 feet, right? If I'm six and my shadow is nine feet, the shadow of the decal tree is 90, that means the tree is 60. Okay, measuring device. Okay, one more. So basically, there were wild dogs, and the dogs um, would, when the sun would get really hot, so they would go to find uh, places to, 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 to cool off, to keep shade. So a normal tombstone, right? A normal tombstone is flat, it's like a box. So if an animal, were, let's say the sun was coming down, right? Let's say at the beginning of the day, the sun came up, sun rises in the east. Okay, so it comes up like this. So now what the animal could do is, if, if it's sitting on a box, it could hang out, right? Let's say this is, this is the caber, sun rises in the east. So the animal can go right over here, right? And because of the angle of the sun, that gets caught by here, by the edge on the opposite side. So the animal can hang out right here, right? And he would be in shade, right? Because the sun, it, it, that's how he would seek shelter. Does that make sense? So now what you do is, so what we're saying is, let's say you don't want your animal, you don't want animals to hang out. Rashi explains why. Because it will smell the dead a body if it hangs out there, and then it will dig it up. And now we don't want that. So, So what you do is you put up a, uh, a pole, okay? The year a fourth hour, and you see based on where your, where your car is, you go next to the tomb, right? So what we're doing here is we're saying like this, that you could, when you build the tomb, right? When you go to plan to build a tomb, you don't necessarily want to build it like a box because then you're going to have this issue. So now you want to know which angle should you build it, right? If I build, if I build, if I build it like, if I build it like that, right? If I build it like that, then the sun will come right over it and then it won't provide any shelter. Right, so if you build it with the right angle, so it's saying, so v'yira kaver noitz b'dal chos b'yom v'yira lehechan silay noita mashpia v'oyla mashpia v'yarid, and angle your kaver right according to that. So you go and you basically study the angle of the sun at the fourth hour of the day. And Rashi explains why the fourth hour of the day because that's when the animal it starts to get hot after the first in the morning. Animals run around; they don't care. But once it gets to the fourth hour of the day, it gets very hot. So then that's when they're going to go seek shelter. And what you want to do is you want to make sure that your tomb is angled based on the angle of the sun, okay, in a way that at the fourth hour, your place is not going to look attractive to it. And then once it's going to go on to another, it's going to go find another place to hang out. And, um, and, and therefore, once they found the place, they're not going to go, they're not going to come back. Once they already, they already done that your place is not going to save them from the heat, then you're going to be okay. So he's saying, again, it's another way of, of figuring out angles over here that go put a, a nuts kana, right? Bedalat choice, put up a pole, see how the sun reflects it, and then construct your tomb angled instead of flat on the top, angled so that you don't catch the, so you catch the sun so it doesn't provide shade. That's what we're saying. Okay, and we'll stop here for today. And then tomorrow we're going to go back into... Uh, a little bit more trum, but it's certainly easier than it was yesterday. Oh, today was fun. Today was fun. Especially for you, you were on the ball, Morty. Okay. I think, I think Morty learned this stuff already. He somehow knew every single question Morty was asking. Okay, anyways. 
So we said, we said the halacha when it comes to boats, right? We said that everyone's going to agree that um, everyone's going to agree that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, and said it's a machlekes Rama and Zera. Why? Why we'll we'll say that if you're if you're in a boat when Shabbos starts, why? Um, or if the guy, let's say, put you in a boat, either way, why you would have the entire boat? Right? Rabbi says Shabbos ba'avir mechitzas because mechitzas of the boat will suffice to extend your trum. And Zera says that because you were never kind of a boat is always moving, and we said that the reason. Uh, you know, Rav Zeri doesn't hold like Rabbah because he holds that the mechitzas of the boat are not are only meant to keep water out. They're not really meant to enclose an area. And uh, Rabbah uh, does not hold Rav Zeri because he holds that b'mahalechas everyone's going to agree that you're not kind of daladamas, and therefore everybody would agree that a boat in motion, you are kind of the entire makam of the boat because you never got your daladamas. Like the two, we explained the two pshatim and Rashi. Okay. Um, and we tried to make, we, we, brought, we brought two rayas that our Mishnah makes sense, like Raba, right? That we're talking about a boat, that if, if the boat is in motion, everybody will agree. From the fact that number one, Rabbi Kiva was only machmer on himself. What do you mean machmer? He, if he would have held it to Usr, why would we say that he's machmer on himself? No, because he holds it to Usr by a boat that stopped. That's when he argues on, on, on Rabbi Gamliel. But a boat that was in motion, he would agree. And therefore, he was just being machmer. He was afraid that it might come and stop. He was cheshish that it might stop. And Ravashi also said um, that it makes sense that uh, the only machlekes in our mission between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva is when the boat is stopped because we brought down the machlekes of the boat just like the machlekes of Deir Vesayar, which also are stationary. So it makes sense that the machlekes is stationary, but mahalechas everybody would agree. Okay, we said halechas like Rabbi Gamliel Vesvina and brought down that there was a machlekes, the Tanayim, the, 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 the machria. Okay, and then we said that the halacha is um, like Rabbi Akiva Bedir Vesayhar, okay? Uh, the halacha is going to be like Rabbi Akiva Bedir Vesayhar. Like we said, and we discussed this yesterday, Bedir Vesayhar, that we're geyser atu bika. Okay, and then we asked, is it tchum in l'mal miyud? We said, if it's an amud, dawud on yud, then for sure it's ara smicha. And of course, it's tchum. The question is, if it's either an amud, an amud that's pachos mi dawud, or if bekfitzo or besvina, and we tried to bring a raya from the two cases of the Mishnah. We said that no, because those were both boats. We said that no, that those were um, in a rakak, right? That maybe the boat was in a rakak, it was less than 10. We tried to bring a raya from the fact that Elio taught Terah in two different places. We said maybe that wasn't Elio, that was Yosef the Shade. Okay, and then we brought, tried to bring a raya from the case of Nazir. Again, we said that it's no raya because um, there Elio wouldn't come from Friday, and just because, right? So, so therefore, we, have, we had no raya from that case. Okay, and we said, um, so we, we, we did not answer the Shiloh at all. We, but we did say when it came to Nazir that um, we, were, we, we, we said it was a Chumrah. Me Chumrah, we would say it's Aser um, on, on any other day. Um, so certainly, we certainly, Halacha uh, so we certainly were Cheshish that, or as the Gemara said, we just were Cheshish that there is Chumrah, but we didn't answer the Shiloh one way or another. And then the Mishnah says, uh, we said the Pamachas, they got to the port. Rabbi Gamliel allowed them out because he knew he had a distance measuring uh, pirate telescope thingy. Spyglass. Spyglass, spy very good. He had a spyglass that had, ah, okay, good. That he had, uh, I guess I got to do, do a better job Googling. Okay, he had a spyglass. I did, really didn't spend that long. Okay, he had a, a spyglass and he distance measured and he knew how far uh, the port was. And then we had all these different ATSIS, right, to know you could use a spyglass with distance measuring equipment, DME, to know right, how, uh, how, how deep a valley is, or to, you can use ratios to tell how tall a tree is based on the reflection, the ratio, the shade, 
the right sail, S H A D E, not not to be confused with the shade Yosef Shida who taught Tyra, um, and um, and uh, and and also uh, engineering Gemaras to discuss how one should con- ideally construct a tomb so that an animal does not take refuge in the heat of the day.